When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. On Real Adventures, it's time to get all aboard for Dometic Mobile Living Made Easy. Welcome back to Real Adventures. It's time for All Aboard. Thanks to the Dometic CIB 26 Cooler Bag. Keep food and drinks cool on your adventures. Lee Rayner joins us, one of Australia's most recognisable fishos. Good morning, Lee. Morning, boys. How are you? How good is coronavirus? Well, normally we'd be checking in with you. You'd be out in some exotic location fishing and filming, (laughs) or you'd be in Port Phillip Bay catching snapper. Uh, none of which is happening at the moment. How are you dealing with uh, with self isolation with the tribe at the moment? Um, I think if you if you look at my place, there is actually like a circle worn in the carpet. <laughs> just go round and round and round. Um, it's bizarre. It's a strange, strange time. Pat, let's be honest. Normally, we wouldn't even be talking to you at this time of the year. <laughs> you're that busy. <laughs> He still it's, thinks um, he's that busy now, Lee. Let me check my schedule. I've got uh, I've got three months to finish this interview this morning, so I've got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, look, I suppose it's it's sort of a bizarre thing because I just keep looking out the window. I'm like a puppy dog looking out the window when we have good weather and just want to go fishing, but I get it that we can't. So there's plenty of other stuff I've been doing, like just playing fishing tackle and, and cleaning up and getting stuff ready and doing all that sort of stuff. I'm trying to keep myself busy as, as best as I can, I suppose. Well, that's the question I've got for you, Lee. What have you been doing specifically that you, jobs you needed to get done to get ready for when we are allowed to fish? So is it like rigging lures? What is it? Um, I know that you were down the store buying some uh, local fish I've seen on your social media to cook that yep, night as yep. well. What have you been doing? We can't go out and catch um, it anymore. So. <laughs> Well, I can't exactly. I can't catch it, and and that's a big part of it too. Like, we still need to support our local industries, and that's what those videos were all about. You know, like buying local fish, your, your gummy shark, your, your lake tent, your flathead, all that sort of stuff. Because we need this to all continue. Because when we come out the other side of it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty tough time. I think. I don't think people necessarily maybe understand that that the worst is yet to come, and the worst will be when we come out of it to make sure businesses survive. So. Um, but in the meantime, boys, I'm doing I'm doing all that stuff, Aaron. You know, we always talk about doing, and you know, you should do, but you never do. Um, tuna lures, making sure every lead is perfect, every lead is rolled perfectly on every lure, so that when I unroll it, it hasn't got kinks and stuff like that in it. All my leaders are the same. You know, just not this one seven foot long and that one five foot long. Just getting all that stuff so everything is just in check. Every hook is perfect. Um, making rigs to say snapper season is that sort of stuff you do. Definitely cleaning your rods, clean your rods, clean your reels, make sure everything's working. Now's the time, you know, if you need to get a real service, get it done. You know, get it done or get some bearings sent down for any of the supplies and, and fix it yourself. I need so some, there's, uh, there's plenty of 
I need some real paint because my reels are that clean at the moment. I've scrubbed it off. I <laughs> 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 can't get any more clean. This is the cleanest I've ever been. Yeah, yeah. Like, and let's just say that's a big thing for Aaron. I've fished, fished with a lot of people around the country, and I have never fished with anyone so many. Hey, I catch the most fish. I will say, Lee, Lee, I actually, I've actually got quite a few. Uh, uh, Tiagras and Talakas. No, and, you don't. <laughs> and none of them are in my garage. You won't get them back either. You've got. A, you, I reckon you've got six of them. Three. You've got a Finnor well, and two Tiagras. Uh, oh, no, maybe yeah, a Penn International just, as well. <laughs> it's, probably uh, it's just because you don't have space to store them, Pat. So Aaron just very kindly took them off you. Well, um, I, didn't, I didn't want him to. He was moving house, new house. I didn't want him to have to move stuff. Double handling. We don't like double handling. You're so kind. And they're oh, quite right. heavy, you know. I oh, know, Pat. Pat thanks, Lee. Pat would struggle to lift those reels. Oh, know? he is. He hasn't been doing much for the last few months. He's lot of, lost a bit of muscle mass there, Patrick. I saved you a bit. All right, moving on. <laughs> now, Lee, you, you, you posted uh, a couple of weeks back uh, some cracking old photos of you with fish. Showing his age. Showing his age, I've got absolutely. more. I've got more. I've just been – I've had a bit on – I actually have had a bit on the last few days. Um, I've got a heap more to go, guys. I'm going to put one up today. Yeah, sorry, you are saying, Pat. <laughs> well, one of them was a uh, – a cracking, it looks like a little trout, and it got me thinking, you've done plenty of trout fishing and, and fish right yep. throughout Victorian waters when it comes to chasing trout. Um, some yep. of your favourite destinations to go and visit once everything open opens back up where you can not only take your family where they can actually go for a bit of a walk and a bit of an explore, yep. but still catch really good fish. Um, look, the Goulburn River, I think, this, and I, I so, so pray that we're open for trout season again and we do the stocking of stonkers like last year because um, that is just the most amazing initiative that Victorian fisheries have, have ever done and everyone in other states is talking about it. They put two tonne of big trout in the Goulburn River for people to go and catch and mate, it was like watching fishing on opening morning. It was just fish coming out of the river everywhere. So if you were wanting to do something that's fun with the family that is top of the tree. It's like um, whiting fishing with me. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I caught one. I caught one. Aaron caught thirty-nine. I'm surprised um, I can fit in this room, Lee, with Aaron's head. I know. Between the I two know, of us, I we're know. going all right, aren't we? Supposed to social distance, and your head's pushing me out. Lucky you got your new place, the studio set up, extra, extra width. But sorry, yeah, Lee, exactly. keep going. Um, the other one, the other one, boys. I would say is if you wanted to catch a truly big trout, Purrumbeet and Bull of Marine places like that. Purrumbeet especially, you know, throw big hard bodies on dawn and dusk with big brownies. Um, it's such a good spot to, to go and chase them. But, look, there's great trout fishing all around our state now. Those west coast rivers down down like the Hopkins, the Moyne, the Merai, all them, they're all loaded with, with trout and big trout. So there's heaps of places people can go. You say you hope it, the, the virus uh, COVID-19 ban has passed to be able to fish for these trout. When is the ultimate time to fish for them at the Goldwyn? When do they do that releasing of those big fish again so we can go down there and chase them? Uh, I think that that opening is I don't hold me to I think it's in September is that about right um, and yeah it's just it's just a prime time the water's nice and cold the fish are nice are nice and active it's just absolutely amazing to go and do that but let me tell you if it, if it does happen fisheries will be promoting the living daylights out of it um, you know and and I hope it happens again the other thing we've got guys when when it all comes good again too and this is where it's going to be so good um, I don't know if you two have done much estuary fishing but I was lucky enough to be part of that golden tagging program that they kicked off before this all came in. And, you know, we went to go and fish to catch fish to tag for the program not long after all the fires. 
and the fishing was quite amazing in all the estuaries because they had had minimal pressure for so long. So after this this forest or after this ban passes and we can go fishing, the East Gippsland estuary systems are going to fish so so well for brim, flathead, tailor, all that sort of stuff. That will be well worth getting up there. That's for sure. You said September, so that'll be uh, round two, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Pat will be tucking into the, the uh, pie diet by then. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, there's nothing like an extended band that really just eats into the, your enthusiasm to go running, I can tell you right now. Pat, can I, can I ask you, too, is, it, is it difficult for you now because you're not in the thick of what you would normally be doing? Like, you really have to watch what you're eating and watch what you're doing so you don't blow out. Just move those caramello koalas aside. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it is. The The toughest thing, when we finished, so three weeks ago, the, the first week you've got the enthusiasm still because you've just played round one. The challenge for players is going to be from now onwards. There is no yep. sort of sight or end in sight for when we could possibly resume. So trying to train sure. and base your... There's nothing to work towards. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to work towards. So yeah. it's a bit like when we ask you around return dates for fishing, because you don't know, it's like, well, we, we hope... But as an athlete, yeah. you're, you're sort of planning for something that you don't know when there's an end point. And because of the nature of COVID, we can't plan for it because yep. you don't know when things are going to open up. So that's been the, the toughest thing for us. So at the moment, like everyone else, you're sort of just sitting tight and, and waiting for, for something mm. to happen. And then when you get a bit of a plan, you can go, all right, now we can go. So that's yeah. why, that's why yeah. I want the fishing to open up so you can self-isolate on yeah. the beach somewhere, Lee. <laughs> Well, that's it. Well, fingers crossed, guys. Hopefully, we can. And and look, maybe maybe reading between the lines, Daniel Andrews had a, a a plan behind what he was doing. Maybe it was because he didn't want to have you know a whole lot of people socialising over that Easter period, and then potentially cause a spike in in you know cases. Who knows? But we're doing well. We're on track at the moment, and fingers crossed that that it that all comes good for us to be able to go for a fish. Because at the end of the day, that's all we want to do: go catch a couple of fish. Yep, well said. Now, Redmond, you've got a bit of a question around boating mm-hmm. and for those in isolation at the moment that are looking to plan their next boat, there's no one better to speak to given Leroy's taken possession of a new boat in the last sort of 12 months, a couple of new boats. Yeah, well, Craigo and I are actually, well, Craigo just sold the 1850, Stavey, and he's... Prepared, oh, did he? Yeah, he sold that one. So he's purchasing the 2015 at the moment, him and I are discussing what... It's going to be one of our um, one of our boats that we're going to be using to produce salt guide. So we're in the planning of what oh. we need on the boat, and uh, none other than yourself, like you said, Pat. What did you? What thought goes into place for you when you were planning out your boat? Like, what do you want to put on it, and why do you put on it? Is there such thing as um, too much or not enough? Yeah, yeah. I think. Look, there's a couple of factors. First and foremost, you need to before you do anything, you need to look at boat weight. Make sure you can tow the boat. Okay, because I think too many people sort of don't think about that straight up. So you can have the biggest boat in the world if you can tow it. Okay. Second of all, um, look at what you're realistically going to do with that boat. You know, a big factor for me was I love my tuna fishing, I love my sortie fishing, and my marlin fishing. Right. I like I love snapper and all that too. But but the sortie fishing and the tuna and that we're often travelling big kilometres. So I wanted a boat that I could cut through the water you know, in rough water and do the miles and get them done with, with ease. So there was those factors. Probably one of the biggest ones too, Aaron, drives me crazy, and I know it would drive you boys crazy too. You know when a boat, they say, oh, it can take anything from 100 to 150 horsepower? Mm-hmm. 
and then someone goes and puts a 100 horsepower motor on their boat, don't. Put the biggest horsepower yeah. you can put on that boat because what it does is, is it makes it run more efficiently, okay? So it will sit on 20 knots easier burning less. A 150 will sit on 20 knots easier burning less fuel than a 100 horsepower will. Yep. So in, in the long run, you, save, you actually end up saving money because you're saving in fuel. So they're, they're probably a couple of key factors, I would say. Um, Electronic-wise, buy the best you can. The absolute best you can. So um, that that's a massive thing. Uh, a good transducer is paramount. You know, it's it's like um, like you say, you can have a you can have an ordinary or a good camera body, but if you have a good camera lens, it will take amazing photos. And that's what your transducer is. It's basically like your lens. So if you get a really really good transducer, you'll get a much better reading coming through your sound. So that's probably probably three key factors I'd look at, Aaron. Pat. There you have it. Tips from the best. Hey, Lee, thank you so much for joining us this morning on Real Adventures to talk all things fishing, isolation, uh, your favourite spots, and, of course, the do's and don'ts when it comes to purchasing and planning a new boat. Thanks, Lee. Thank you, boys. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.